When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I am Emily. And today we have a brand new class smasher pass and a dear DST. Yeah. Emily, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. good. Yeah. I, you know, I was away all weekend. I was in Vermont and mm-hmm. um, moving, movement is so much better when you're not thinking about it. This is so oh. random, but it's just a yes, thought I've been no. having. Like it, when yes, you're no. not thinking <laughs> about going to the gym or like, what workout class am I going to or what time am I going for a walk when it's just like we want to get outside because it's nice outside. Mm-hmm. I'm just in a better mood. I'm walking non-workout on Non-workout workouts. Yes. It, it, it was somewhat of a non-workout workout weekend. Did you do some leaf peeping? Have the leaves started changing there or no? They have started changing. There, there's still a lot of green, but there's some reds. There's some, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a mix. You know, one hike I did was on this fairy house trail. And mm-hmm. um, it was like for this special fairy festival. It was in Woodstock, Vermont. And I guess they do it every year and they have different, like, I guess anybody can submit to it. But you mm-hmm. make these little fairy houses out of um, sticks and pine cones and different natural materials and the fairies can sleep there, which is very hospitable to the fairies. Ben and I did a lot of uh, like forest walking when we were in Oregon. And Mm -hmm. there was one day that we came upon a little fairy door like next to a tree. And so it looked like that was just like the, you know, door of his like little apartment that he'd go in and you could actually open up the door and there was like a little elf thing inside So we were like, oh, my God, we want to, like, buy more of these and put them around so it's just, like, whimsical for kids to find. Because it was whimsical for me to find, and I'm fucking 33 or 34 now. It was whimsical for me, too. Like, I cannot tell you how (laughs) irrationally excited I was to see these little tiny houses made of sticks and bark. Like So cute. It just made me so happy. It reignited my inner child, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that it's such a fun thing to do. Anybody can make them. And I'm looking for other places where I can go check them out. I I mean, 
it, it, I don't know. It's just fun. It's like it's a it's a fun yeah. thing to like go back to your childhood. It's kind of like when you have kids and then you can go trick or treating again and kind of re-experience that magic. Have the excuse to watch all of your Disney movies, even though that's something we do anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was but, gonna say. <laughs> um, yeah, again, a non-workout workout is just like, oh, I'm gonna go plant some of these little fairy doors down and you end up hiking for like two hours. Exactly. I looked at my step count. It was like 13,000 steps just in that one morning um, looking at fairy houses. I mean, I love that. What a time. But today we're talking about a very workout workout. Yes. For people who actually want to work out. And I'm feeling great because I am finally not sore anymore from my actual workout workout. Right. We both did orange theory classes, which we thought We've been doing a lot of classes that are like central to New York, and we know that a lot of our listeners are not necessarily in New York. And so we were like, what's like a big chain that we can review? And there's Orange Theories all over the country, um, maybe all over the world even at this point. Yeah, I'm not and- sure. I think it started in Florida. That's just uh-huh. a guess, though, because Orange Theory. Orange. <laughs> I am not kidding, Remy. I didn't know what it was for the longest time. I would see them oh, everywhere. Really? But I yeah. had no idea because, you know, every every new workout studio is like there's a theory, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, they have these names that sound that make it sound like it could be a workout, but it also could be a tech company. Sure. Um, so I had <laughs> could no be a idea. Tony Robbins seminar. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Tony Robbins invented Orange Theory. Um, but like it's one of these workouts that is very, um, for lack of a better word, culty. Mm. people are very, very into it. Obsessed, yeah. They're obsessed. And like for a lot of people, this is all they do is Orange Theory. But I had never, ever tried it. So um, I'm really happy I got to try it. I tried the original class. Yes, and I did not because it's very Mm cardio-based and I'm still in the headspace of like, I don't want to do cardio because it makes me – it immediately reminds me of weight loss. So I actually – I showed up to the studio and I had a, a normal class booked and I was just like feeling so weird that day. And the instructors were so nice to me. And they were just like, just take a pass. Like it doesn't, Oh, you don't you have know, to do that. I had no idea you actually went. I thought you were just yeah. thinking about going. You got to the studio and you were like, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. I was like, nope, I'm in a really weird headspace. And they were like, then just like defer it to another time. Like, don't worry about it. Okay. Very funny because- a similar thing happened to me. My problem with workout classes in general is you have to book them in advance. And then if mm-hmm. you're not in the mood, you can't cancel it because you get charged a fee or you just feel bad. Like it, I, I do sometimes have an issue like committing to the workout class. For sure. And I don't know if this is a regular thing that they'll do for everybody. Like we do get a little special treatment because we come from DST and they know they're, we're going to review it and stuff. So I think they were just like, hey, it's fine. I don't know if that's going to be the same for everybody, but it did happen in my experience. That's a really good point. We are privileged and we need to acknowledge that privilege. We do. Yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't like 100% feeling it the day that I went. So I went and tried the original class. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I copied and pasted their description of what Orange Theory is for somebody who's been living under a rock. Read that thing. Yeah, Go I'm going to read this. It's a, <laughs> it's a one-hour full-body workout focused on training endurance, strength, and power. They use heart rate-based interval training. So you wear a heart monitor. 
And Mm -hmm. your real-time results are displayed on large screens throughout the studio. Intensity is based on your individual heart rate zones, making the workout effective for all fitness levels. To top it off, the fitness coaches lead the workout to prevent you from over or under training. So this... I did find interesting. They yeah, give you a I heart monitor. This. They did yeah. this in in our class too. Okay, and we'll get to it. It's like a little it. wearable heart rate monitor. Yeah, um, mine was a a, a wristband, a bracelet. Yeah. yeah. So they give it to you, and that tells you the different zones that you're in. So I believe it was I believe it was red, orange, and green. Yes. Well, it starts in the gray, mm-hmm. which means you're not doing much. Then there's the green, which is like okay, you're moving. Then there's orange, which is where we get orange theory from because they want you to live mostly in the orange. And then there's red, which means you are doing too much and you need to slow down. Basically, and I'm pretty sure it works the same no matter what class you take, but we started on the treadmill. So Mm. this was interval training. We started on the treadmill. My teacher gave me the option of walking, jogging, or running. So Mm -hmm. I actually chose to walk because I wasn't sure how much energy I even had that day. And I just like, I didn't want to blow my load in the first 15 minutes. So I didn't want to start off running and then like lose my breath and not be able to finish the workout because I really had no idea what, what I was in store for. So I started off walking. So I would walk and then every couple minutes we would ramp it up so that I was either walking really fast or kind of into a jog with the incline way higher. So the incline went up to 15, which is pretty high, but that was kind of like my sprint was walking on a 15 incline. Which is fine. Which was fine. And I could do it. And you know, like my heart was definitely beating fast and whatever. But I will say that at the end of the workout, I said to my instructor, I definitely could have jogged. Mm. I just was being careful because I didn't want to, you know, I just, I I really didn't want to be out of breath and so tired by the end of it. Were you looking at the screen at all? Like, do you know how much green or orange you were doing? So this was another thing. I was getting extremely confused by the numbers. I think that I would need to go back and do it a few more times to really understand them because I was looking at the screen and a lot of the time it said that I was at 97% capacity of my mm. heart rate and I was walking and you know me, I sprint, I, I run sometimes. Yeah. Like I, I, in my head, I was like, I can handle more. I don't know why it's saying 97%. So uh, to be quite honest, I think a lot of that math got lost on me and I would need to go a few more times to really understand that. I didn't find the percentages and the heart rate zones super helpful, but I think it's mostly because I didn't understand them that well. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also not fueled by competition that much. So like I I imagine for some people looking at the screen and seeing, oh, this person's in the orange. Oh, this person's at this capacity, whatever. It might be motivating for them, but it's really not for me. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah. For me, I was just kind of in competition with myself. I mean, it might've been in competition with other people because I saw, oh, other people are in the green. Other people are in the orange. And I was like, I've been gray for a very long time. Right. Uh, So then I just started competing with myself being like, let's see if we can get it to green. Like, let's just, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and it's a nice way to be like, 
you're not pushing yourself that much at this point because sometimes I'm like, I don't want to overexert. And yeah. it's like a cool indicator of like, you're not, you're not doing fuck all. <laughs> right, right. You're like, you're in the green. So you're like, okay, you actually could push yourself a little harder. You're kind of yeah. like making excuses for yourself right now. No, I was in the gray for the majority of the time. That is so funny. So like, were you even sweating when you were in the gray? Like yeah. gray to me is like, so, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even notice if I, I, I mean, I might've been in the gray to be honest. It's just difficult for me to pay attention to what I'm doing and pay attention to a color and a number. It's, it's mm. just, it's a lot, maybe it's my ADHD. I don't know. I had a really hard time with that. I wouldn't look at the screen the whole time. Just like, right. You back know, and forth. If you're feeling like a little like, oh my God, like, so the, your class was mostly, it was, you do the it's interval training. stuff. It's interval yeah. training. So we started There's... on the treadmill. And then after the treadmill, we did some um, body weight resistance. So some push-ups, um, lunges, that type of thing with dumbbells. And then after that, we went to the rowing machine, mm -hmm. um, which I really liked that they incorporated the rowing machine because not a, a lot of classes do that. I actually, I don't think I've ever taken a class that had rowing machines in it. Yeah. So I actually really love that because sometimes you go to these classes and you're doing the treadmill stuff. You're doing a lot of leg stuff and you kind of forget about your little uh, spaghetti arms. You kind of mm -hmm. forget about your little noodles over here that need mm -hmm. a little resistance. So mm -hmm. I liked the rowing um, and the rowing you have to like, I, I also figured out that I row too slowly because <laughs> the instructor came over and was like, you can put a little, you know, elbow grease into it. A little oomph. Yeah, a little oomph. I feel like when I was younger, like you'd go to down to a gym and like, if you were like a little kid and you're like keeping your parent company while they're at the gym or something, like you sit on the rowing machine and it was like kind of this like joke workout. Like you're like, what yeah. even is this? But it's actually like a really good workout. My friend actually has a company that they have at-home rowers, if you guys are interested in this, called Ergata. Oh, cool. And it is totally a full body workout. It's just, that's why it's nice to have those coaches there for like your first time because they teach you how to do it, how to like use your legs, how to use your core. Like it's not just like, I remember I would just like sit on it and like kind of like, kinda like push myself back on and it. forth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, I also, um, I got corrected at one point and you know, the thing is I knew to do this, but it's very easy to forget. You're supposed to, um, engage your back as if you're squeezing a pencil between your shoulder blades. Like mm -hmm. when you pull back, you're supposed to really tighten up that, uh, that muscle. So I had to be reminded of that. So I, it is the instructors based on what I've seen of Orange Theory. They're great. They're, they're great. so nice. They're so involved. They make the appropriate corrections. I was mm -hmm. really impressed by my instructor that day. Yeah. And everybody who worked there who I talked to. But yeah, so then we went back after the rowing machine. We went back to the body weight resistance exercises, then back to the rowing machine, and then back to the floor. So it's a lot of going back and forth, which keeps it interesting. Overall, I would say it was a decent workout. It's the really good thing about it is that it's a lot of variety and you can customize it to what you need to a certain degree. So like mm -hmm. with the treadmill situation, I now know that if I go back and do another class, I'm going to push myself. I'm going to jog. And 
it's the same thing with the rower. Like you can go as slowly or as fast or add more resistance if you need to. Obviously with the dumbbells, you can use uh, four pound weights or eight pound weights, you know, whatever suits you. And you can still get a really good workout. The parts that I didn't like, I don't really care for the screens with the comparisons (laughs) between like how people are doing. Personally, it doesn't, it doesn't really help me, but I could see if you're a more competitive person that it might help you. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. 
By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. So that's the original class. And then I didn't end up doing that one, but I did do the Strength 50 class, which is a new class that they're doing. It's a 50-minute workout focused on strength and functional resistance training to help everybody become stronger, build lean muscle mass, improve form, increase overall performance, and sculpt their bodies. I'm actually jealous that you got to try this class because I haven't yeah. gotten it together yet. And it, this is like the exclusive. It's brand new. It's brand new. And um, I was lucky to do a media class. So it was all people who were either journalists writing about it or they're like Instagram workout people or they're podcasters like us. And so it was like brand, brand new that day. And it was really nice because we all went around in the beginning talking about what is important to me, like what are important gains that I want to make today, you know, like kind of playing on the word gains. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I want to gain just like coming into a class and have it be about building strength instead of getting smaller, which is something that we've talked about a lot. And that's why I was like really fine with doing a strength training class because I'm like, I used to be very anti bulking up, you know, because it seemed really antithetical to everything that I knew. And this was like, no, like I do have those noodle arms. It's hard for me to cut through a carrot. Like I need to get stronger. So I did this one. This one was a all lower body class. They do have full body and they do have all upper body classes of the same strength 50. But this was all lower. It was tons of squats. Um, We did it in the same way that you were saying, like cycling through stuff. So they would Mm -hmm. teach us three different workouts and then we would do it like uh, for like 10 minutes and then three other workouts and then you'd go back. And it was, um, again, just going around the room and everybody talking about what they wanted to gain. Like some people were just like, I want to gain peace of mind, you know? So it, it was just going in, everyone being like, we're doing this for mental health as well as physical health. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you said too about the coaches being so fantastic, like I think that the um, the screens, they're not just there for you to like see how you're doing, but for the coaches to be like, okay, you could use more weight. And like she would come over to me and be like, here, you need a bigger dumbbell for these squats. And then she would go over to somebody else on the other side and be like, you've been in the red for too long. You need to slow down. Mm. Um, and in a really, really nice uh, digestible way, uh, this uh, instructor was called, her name was Melissa Ruiz. And if you can get Melissa, she also does um, like inspirational speaking. Okay. So it was just, she During was really great. During the class? as another job oh, as well. Oh, it's a side hustle. But it's uh it's clearly part of how she instructs because it was just so inspiring and she helped with form. She would go around the room and really like take care of every single person. Like I know I was doing deadlifts wrong and you know everybody always has to tell me I have to like bend my knees a little more. Um it's but so not in a way that's like It's easy to forget your form. It, yeah. It's the easiest thing. So I think like 
the instructors need to be on top of it. That's like the number one thing that I look for in a class. Mm-hmm. And um, so even though I was in the gray most of the time, like I did look at one point and I was like, okay, I need to try and get into the green. And I did. And I was really proud of myself for just like getting into, even though everyone else was like orange, <laughs> I was just so happy to get into green because I was like, okay, this is me pushing me yeah, um, for my sake. That being said, I still was so sore after the workout. Yeah. So and this is this is my question. So you said you were sore for like a week after. Yeah. Did you do any walking lunges or um like yes. split squats? Okay, because yeah, I've realized in the past few weeks when I am so sore that I can't walk downstairs for some reason. Down when I'm sore downstairs is unimaginably painful, and upstairs mm-hmm. is mostly fine. I think it's because of the muscles that I'm using. Anyway, when I get that sore, like debilitatingly sore, it's always because I did walking lunges or split squats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's this, I would muscle, tell people man. like they were very kind to us. We were very privileged in this aspect. They sent us home in cars. Like they, wow. they covered our Ubers, which invest in having a car to take you home after this class because if I had waddled myself into the subway, like it would have been so painful that day. Wait, but you don't really feel it until the next day. Did did you feel it right away after? I felt it immediately. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else did, but I was like, oh boy, I'm going to be sitting for a few more days. Oh, I'm happy you got yourself a, a car. Or yeah, that they no, got it for you. Thank you to rather. Orange That's... Theory for that. That was huge. So nice. I felt like a little princess. A sore, sore princess. So what do you think about the Strength 50 class? Is it a smash or a pass? I think it's a hard smash. I Like I also, I think like my legs do look different to me after that just one class. Oh, which is odd to say when I'm like, oh, I'm not going in to focus on what it looks like, but they do look different. Well, there is a very real thing that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger would call the pump. And Mm -hmm. um, it is a very real thing after you do a heavy lifting workout, you definitely see more muscle definition. I mean, the next day, like you will see it. It's a real thing. Um, It's not exactly like, like it doesn't last, but I do think that the more you do it, the more you can see like definition in your body. So I don't think that's completely in your head. Some of it yeah. might be in your head, but not mm-hmm. all of it. I would want to do the um, full body strength class just because it would be nice to spread out the soreness, but also I really do need to work on my arms, but I don't want to work on my arms for an entire class so that yeah. I you know, can't blow dry my hair ever again. Yeah, no, you know... I, uh, for a while I was doing weightlifting on a schedule. So I would do leg day and then I would do push day and then pull day. What I was finding though, was that the next day after, like, let's say after push day, um, the next day, my arms would just be like so sore and I couldn't open a pickle jar. Mm -hmm. So I actually switched to full body and I would do half as much arms and then half as much legs. And I, 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 for me, that's easier to maintain. So there is Mm -hmm. something there. Um, and so for you is the normal orange theory 
Is that a, a smash or pass? Yeah, okay. So I was just raving about it, and I do think it's a good workout. I think mm-hmm. if you've been thinking about trying it, try it. Um, I just, I'm going to give it a pass, and the reason is, Ooh. yeah, I know, hard left for me right now. The reason is, I think that there are other things I've done specifically for this segment that are similar enough but that I actually liked better. And I'm not going to name them because you know I don't I don't think it's, you know, I don't want to compare like apples to oranges. Apple uh-huh. theories to orange theories. Um but for me like I don't know if that's the if this is the workout that I would choose if I was going to a class. There are other ones that I've tried that I would probably choose sooner. Um, but I did also like it. So like, is that a, am I being too harsh? I don't know. I'm going to pass. I don't know. I okay. do want to try this strength class though. Cause I think I might really like that. Um, and maybe I'll do the full body one. Maybe we could do the full body one to- together. Yeah. That'd be fun. But just don't look at my screen because no, you're going to be very uninspired. I, <laughs> I hate the screen. I, I'm going to like, I, I really like don't. the screen. I think I would like it better if the instructor could maybe see my information and and that's it. Because I, I just don't like getting so in my head about what my heart rate is. Um, but I try to consider. Oh, okay. Like I, 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 don't, I was just going to say, try to consider it as a competition with yourself rather than other people. But yeah, if you don't want to see your numbers at all, don't look up. Yeah, yeah, and then, I don't mean, look up. It's kind of what I was doing because every time I looked up, I was so confused that I was just like, mm-hmm. I- I'm just not going to look at that, you know. Yeah. Should we move on to Dear DST? Yes, and thank you again to Orange Theory for letting us try this out. Yes, thank you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my Upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so dear DST, hi, Remy and Emily, your podcast has been so helpful to me and my body, quote unquote, journ, we're really trying to make journ happen, uh, particularly the deep dives into topics like glucose and cosmetic surgeries. 
I had an experience over the weekend that I wanted your perspective on, the background. I'm recovering from orthorexia. Um, and just for anybody who doesn't know what that is, uh, it is an unhealthy obsession with eating quote unquote pure food. Um, food considered pure or impure can vary from person to person. And this doesn't mean that anyone who subscribes to a healthy eating plan or diet is suffering from orthorexia. But this DST year is. Um, she says, I am recovering from orthorexia. And one of my anxieties right now is eating in front of people because I feel self-conscious and ashamed about my appetite as well as how quickly and aggressively I eat. I refer to myself as a wild animal around food because I feel unable to control myself despite reassurances from my family, friends, and my dietitian that I present no differently than anyone else eating. Mm. I have historically put reminder notes on my laptop to myself to reframe some of these thoughts. Example, I'm not me when I'm hungry. Um, the situation that she's concerned about is I was purchasing a birthday card for my mom and I came across a card that I loved and I bought it to leave on my desk uh, as a constant reminder that eating is okay. See the image below for the full effect. But the message was eat like no one is watching with a T-Rex holding a cake. My parents and husband also had a positive reaction, but my sister, who has a history of anorexia, told me she had a negative reaction, specifically that it was fat phobic. Question, was I wrong to think it was a cute reminder to challenge my food fear? Looking forward to your wisdom, a Tyrannosaurus fetch. Okay, I, I'm going to share my thoughts on it, and then I want to hear what you have to say, because we mm -hmm. might have different thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. I do not think that this card, or that the sentiment that's on this card is fat phobic. What I do think it is, is a little bit like if we really read into it, it it could be seen as a little bit pro binge eating. Um, oh, because it's kind of like eat like no one is watching. Meaning when no one's watching me, I kind of like can go nuts and eat mm. a ton and get food all over my face or whatever. Like, but then when people are watching, I have to eat like a lady. Like eat like like I think it is a little bit reinforcing those ideas. However, I do not think this card is fat phobic. And I also don't think that it's a problem if this helps you. I think what helps one person might not be helpful to another person. Your mm -hmm. sister who went through anorexia, she might see that and, and, and that might reinforce this memory that for her food is such a shameful thing. Or and that food, eating is wrong. Yeah, especially right. in front of other people. Especially in front of other people. For you, because you're specifically self-conscious about the way that you eat and like looking like a slob, like, that's what it sounds like. And I actually relate to that a lot because when I'm out to eat with people, I don't love eating wings. I know this is so specific, but I don't love getting like barbecue sauce all mm -hmm. over my face. Like I I've never really loved like messy foods. I'm okay with them now, but for a long time I was super embarrassed to like go out to eat and, and eat those messy foods in front of people. Mm -hmm. I think for you, if this helps you as a reminder that like, who gives a fuck what you look like when you eat? Because you have this idea that you're such a, a slob and that you eat super sloppy when really probably nobody's even paying attention to that, you know? Um, I think it's totally a fine thing to keep on your desk as a reminder that, hey, you shouldn't give a fuck what other people think about the way 
that you eat. Just eat for pleasure and don't read too much into it. I think it's totally fine. Um, yeah. I understand where your sister's coming from, but I think in this case, it's very, very benign. I was going to say, I didn't have a great reaction to the card initially because I was like, oh, who is making this? You know, and, <laughs> but like, I don't know where exactly that person is coming from. Maybe they're saying, like, eat like uh, society's not judging you because they shouldn't be, you know, or it's like, eat like you're not watching you, which I think is how this betch intends it. It's yeah. like, no one's watching, which means I'm not watching. Like I'm not giving a fuck anymore. And that is something that I placed a lot of emphasis on before. If you were buying this card for somebody else, especially somebody else who like had struggled with food, I would be a little more like, Jesus, you know, like. I would never buy this for somebody else. I would never buy this for somebody else because it's like, hey, like, you know, like it's, it's a judgment of their intake, but you already judge your intake. And so buying a card like this for yourself is, it's totally fine. You know, and again, yeah, we totally understand where your sister's coming from. If you bought it for her, I'd kill you. Yeah. But I, uh, no, I don't think buying a card for yourself that you can keep on your desk um, is bad. May uh, maybe it's not great if somebody else in the office is struggling and they see it every day. I would maybe keep it in a you know, I just think as far as cards go, this one is so benign. Like I, I, I've seen some other problematic things. Like actually, I saw this card once that it was these two avocados. I think it was a Valentine's Day card. And mm -hmm. it was these two avocados. And one avocado was saying to the other avocado, wait, I said you were the good kind of fat. Yep. I know that card. You've seen that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like that one I have way more of a problem with than than this one. Um, yeah. I, like, listen, if we read into anything, we're going to be able to find problematic stuff with it, right? Especially like, depending, again, on where people's brains are yeah. in that moment. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I've heard the expression dance like no one's watching. and mm -hmm. And I think if we apply the same... Logic, logic that we do to that because like if somebody says dance like no one's watching that means like you're not don't dance care what phobic. you look like yeah you're not yeah. dance phobic you're just saying like don't care what you look like when you're dancing you don't like, live in footloose town right oh nightmare um but like you know I, I always say when I dance I'm not a great dancer okay Remy's a good dancer I'm not a good dancer I look Thank like you. those um inflatable Wacky, waving inflatable arm flailing yes man. that's what I look like like my arms and legs are all over the place but if I'm at a wedding I don't give a fuck what people think mm -hmm. of my dancing because I'm just having a good time and I'm just like focusing on me so I think if we're applying the same logic to this eat like no one's watching it's like yeah if if you get a little messy or if you eat fast or or whatever just don't think about that just enjoy the food that's what you're there for and don't, it's not a moral judgment on dancing or eating. Right. And like, don't yeah. let it inform your eating choices. When you go yeah. out to eat, don't just get, um, I don't know, what's a really like neat and tidy. Don't just get tea sandwiches because yes. you don't want to eat lasagna in front of people and look like a slob. Like, just throw that out the window. Throw mm -hmm. caution to the wind. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that is kind of like what this symbolizes for you. And I think that is totally okay. I think so too. Thank you for writing in Tyrannosaurus Betch. Yeah. I thought this was a really fun 
Dear DST. It was a little something different. For sure. Yeah. So that's it, you guys, for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. If you see any cards that might offend you or others, you can send them to us too. Send all the cards because there's so many of them. I'm not even like thinking of all of the ones I've seen. All of them are just like, you're old as fuck. <laughs> no, there's a lot of age ones. You're right. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I won't tell people your age if you won't. And it's like, mm-hmm. nobody, who said I was even self-conscious? <laughs> Whatever. My favorite card I've ever seen is my mom, uh, her friend got her a card that said, we'll be friends until we're old and senile and then we'll be new friends. Oh, that that's funny. Okay, listen, if you have a good age joke, I'm totally fine with it being on a card. Yeah. If it's just like, damn, you're old. Time to kick the bucket. (laughs) There's this episode of Friends that you might be familiar with where Rachel turns 30 and she's really upset that she turns 30. And Mm -hmm. her friends give her this card that says, happy birthday, grandma. Like it's supposed to be for someone's grandma. And it says, happy birthday, grandma. It's better to be over the hill than buried under it. (laughs) (laughs) And she starts crying. Could be interpreted very funny or, yeah, very upsetting. Yeah. Know your audience when buying cards. <laughs> yeah, you got you, go, you have to. Don't, don't try to be funny if somebody's feeling self-conscious about their age or they're eating. Okay, that's it for real. That's the end of the episode now. <laughs> yes, follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Remy Casimir. And of course, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.